Welcome to Lunchtime in the Lab, your number one gambling podcast for quick picks. Today is Wednesday, December 27th. Before we get into today's plays, let's take a look and see what we did yesterday. Yesterday we had a two-in-one day, so not bad. Not a bad day. Would have liked to have done a little better. Uh, Bowling Green plus three and a half missed. I think they ended up losing by like six or so, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, I was so busy looking to see who was out that I did not see that Taylor was back. Apologize. I don't know if you can hear the baby screaming. My wife's trying to get him settled. Uh, Taylor's back. Um, the guy didn't, hadn't played since like October. I, I mean, it's surprising that he would come back just for a bowl game. Uh, I mean, good for him though. I mean, the guy ran for 208 yards. Uh, I mean, he was definitely the deciding factor in the game. Uh, I mean, they, they just couldn't stop him. I remember screaming at the TV at one point, be like, they're going to run. Like, they cannot throw. Figure it out. You know, like this quarterback they had threw for 26 yards, I think, uh, which is crazy. Um, don't feel like it was a wrong bet. Probably would have taken it again, but that was the one loss we got. Texas State versus Rice over 59 and a half. Man, we almost got screwed there. Uh, they had 59 with like seven minutes left in the third quarter, and they there was no points until a garbage time touchdown with like two minutes left, or something like that. Luckily, uh, Texas State broke a big run, got inside like the five, and they ended up putting it in. So we got our over there. <coughs> and then UNLV versus Kansas over 68 and a half came in easily with 85 points. Uh, was not expecting Bean to throw like he did, 449 yards and six touchdowns in the uh, the VIP. I gave out a same game parlay. There's a boost on DraftKings. Did Kansas money line, uh, Neil touchdown and Neil to throw to or to run for 90 yards. It was pulled down. His line was like 1010. He only ran for like 72, which is surprising. But I mean, Beal just threw the hell out of the ball, which I wasn't really expecting. So we got a loss there. Uh, speaking about you know beer money there, the VIP. I ha- had a two unit little builder play. Did a one unit, um, you know, money line play here. So. Well, up a couple units in the Discord. Uh, you know, if you're interested in getting more information than that, check out my link tree on Twitter. Uh, you know, you can find the link all over the place on my social medias. Uh, you know, to check out pricing and, and to look forward into that. But before we hop into the place, I know I mentioned something about uh, you know possibly doing like a live stream. Um, I honestly forgot to even look at like the YouTube Studio to see what it looks like and like what my options are and stuff. But um, I, I think I've decided that it'll be smart to hold off on it for the time being. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm in like one of the back bedrooms at, at this moment. And, you know, the wife is going back to, uh, to work here, uh, not next week, but the week after that from maternity leave, you know, we've been off since September or she's been off since September. So there's going to be a lot of changes. And my son's last day at daycare is actually this week. Uh, and he's about to be home with me full time. So I'm going to be a, a full time caregiver for, you know, both kids, a three year old and a three month old and kind of have to see how things are. And I, I don't probably want to add too much more to my plate at this very moment before I see how I'm going to adapt and handle that. Uh, and I think it'll be probably better like video wise too to at least just be in the living room versus like you guys are like st- looking at my bald head and like my bed in the background, which is. I don't know. It's awkward to me. So we'll, we'll figure it out and see what's going to work best. But hopefully that's something in the pipeline is going to be coming down here. Uh, but let's hop into the place here. Um, let's see. All college football game. We're going to do it. We're doing it all the way until the championship games. Virginia Tech team total over 27 and a half. Widely available. Um, 
I, I just pulled it off of, off of FanDuel, though. Virginia Tech has finished the season strong, scoring 55, 28, and 48 in the last three games. They're over this 27.5 line in five of their last six. I talked yesterday. You got to look at these games, just a, a motivation. Tulane's 11-2. and two. Virginia Tech is 6-6. Six and six. Virginia Tech's a 10.5-point favorite. You know, Virginia Tech is happy to be here. You know, they barely made a bowl. You have to have six games to make a bowl unless you're, you know, like Minnesota and kind of squeak in or whatever. But uh, they're excited to be here. They're going to get up for it, and they're they're ready to play. This is not where Tulane wanted to be. They wanted like a New Year's Six type bowl. Uh, but after, you know, falling apart in the championship game, you know, they didn't get it. This isn't what they want to do. And let's look at the opt-outs. Um, I'm going to go through these for probably each game here, but – Virginia Tech's going to be missing a tight end that played over 400 snaps, a wide receiver and a corner, um, and both of their starting safeties are going to be gone as far as defense. But doesn't really matter because you know Pratt's not going to be here. Tulane is going to be missing their quarterback. I'd be much more concerned if that was the case. Uh, Tulane's going to be missing their head coach, and like all of their coaches are leaving. The people that are coaching right now are not going to be coaching tomorrow. Uh, there's all kinds of like a scramble. There's different guys calling the plays. These guys, I believe are still going to be coaching the game, but like, it's, it's a bit of a mess. Uh, you got Michael Pratt start, you know, the starting quarterback's going to be gone starting wide receiver and Brazel. I think it is 600 snaps starting other receiver 300. So they're two leading re- receivers going to be out this game. Their leading tight end is going to be out. They're missing a left guard who played 400 snaps missing a safety, an outside linebacker, a defensive end, another outside linebacker, a corner, and a safety. The quarterback that's going to be starting has, I think it's this Horton guy. He's played like 150 so or snaps. Um, he's been the one that's taken the uh, the bulk of the plays. And then they still have a receiver that's injured. So, I mean, they're going to be out there starting um, quarterback. They're going to be missing their top three re- receivers. They're going to be missing a tight end. Um, I don't know what the running back situation looks like, but I mean, they're just missing a ton of people. And I just don't see a situation where they're going to be putting up a lot of points. I think West Virginia covers, to be completely honest. Um, I think that we, the Virginia Tech minus 10 and a half is a little high, a uh, good teaser line to get it down to like a three or something like that. But um, I was close to laying it, but I saw this team total and I think Tulane, you know, may, may turn the ball over Virginia Tech could get some short fields. Uh, or Virginia Tech just scores like they have been. They're excited to be here. They're going to run the score up, and they're ready to rock. Virginia Tech team total over 27.5. The next one's going to be West Virginia minus 5.5. Similar situation, motivational spot. West Virginia overachieved. UNC underachieved. Uh, you know, ready to move on and just kind of kind of put the season away and start over. Uh, UNC is going to be without a tight end. Wide receiver. Two wide receivers, a corner, a defensive tackle, a linebacker, uh, starting slot receive uh, corners are gone. Drake May obviously is declared for the draft. He's going to be gone. Uh, Cedric Gray, starting linebacker, he's going to be gone. Uh, starting corner, who played almost a thousand snaps, he's going to be gone. Tez Walker, the wide receiver, is going to be gone. Starting defensive lineman's going to be gone. Um, actually, no, that lineman Miles Murphy, I think he's actually going to play this game. Uh, and then their guard is going to swing over to center. They have a tight end that's hurt. They have a wide receiver that's hurt. They have another wide receiver that's hurt, a safety, a corner. 
Um, it's just it's just another spot where another wide receiver that's hurt. Sorry, I'm just reading through like this list. Uh, another list where it's just like they're missing a ton of people. And honestly, with Drake May, towards the end of things, they weren't fantastic. The Tar Heels went one and four in their last five games. ATS uh, after starting six and zero, oh, they took a hard loss to like Virginia or, or something. Somebody they shouldn't have lost to. Like they were minus like twenty four point favorites, and they ended up losing the game outright. They never re- they never came back from that. Um, West Virginia, on the other hand, finished a three and two ATS record. Uh, they don't have many opt outs like, you know, UNC does. And you, we got a full team facing a team that's going to be band-aided together on top of like some coaching changes and some, you know, some key factors and whatnot. So, uh, another good spot here. I like West Virginia minus five and a half. Lastly, I like Louisville minus six and a half. Um, the line's teetering between a seven and six and a half, but that six and a half is definitely out there. If you look, um, I, in my notes here, I just wrote down, I think Louisville could beat this team at full strength versus USC. Meaning, I, I worded that weird because I wasn't supposed to read it probably directly out like that. Uh, I think if Caleb Williams was playing and some of these other guys were playing, I think Louisville would still win. I don't think USC was very good. USC is missing you know, multiple receivers, a tight end, a running back, a defensive lineman, a linebacker, a wide receiver, a corner, another linebacker, a backup. Are, these are transfer portal. A five-star true freshman went in the transfer portal. Caleb Williams has opted out. Marshawn Lloyd has opted out. Brandon Rice has opted out. There's a potential for the starting safety to have opted out. Um, and then they had a, a, a guard, guard right tackle, depending on where, you know, injury-wise and whatnot, um, missed the finale and whether or not he's going to play in this bowl. USC does not want to be in this game. UNC has been getting killed by teams. Um, I think I don't think Caleb Williams is that good, to be completely honest. I think he's going to go to the NFL. I think he's going to look like Bryce Young. Maybe he'll develop. Maybe Bryce Young will develop. I don't think he's that great, to be honest. Um, I watched my Notre Dame fighting Irish just destroy them and just bury them. Uh, and Notre, you've seen Notre Dame struggles that they had all year. Uh, Louisville's strong. Louisville's a good team. They're going to be missing, uh, let's see, Jawar Jordan. And Jamari Thrash both declared for the draft and a safety that's going to be declared. But I think that's okay. Um, they still have a pretty solid offense. They, you know, they they had other good running backs, and that's just one receiver compared to the multiple receivers that are missing for USC. And USC's defense was just god awful. Uh, so, you know, maybe this is a nice over game, but I mean Louisville was pretty stout on the defensive side too. Um, under a touchdown is fantastic here. Uh, if you got it at seven, that's cool. You got a push potential. If you want to buy it down to six and a half, depending on where you get it, I still have a six and a half available right now. Um, USC's USC, I don't think would have beat this game at full. Would have beat Louisville at full strength, in my personal opinion. With Louisville, oh my gosh, with USC missing all of these people, I think Louisville is going to kill them. To be honest. To recap, we're going to go Virginia Tech team total over 27 and a half. So make sure you're paying attention to, um, let me see. When you uh, when you place this one, they're the away team. So if you're doing it on FanDuel, you have to do away team total. Sometimes it doesn't specify, so you have to make sure you click the right one. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry for the cough. Virginia Tech team total over 28 and a half. West Virginia minus five and a half. Louisville minus six and a half. Those are going to be our three plays today. 
As always, I am your host. Lunchtime in the Lab will be brought to you every stinking day. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on social media at Live Joe Betts. You can talk to me, interact with me, celebrate some wins, some losses, ask me questions. I respond. Um, and then I have, you know, cheat sheets on the NFL and information on joining the additional plays in the VIP. Um, if not, that's perfectly fine. Obviously, continuing to give these plays for free, three of them at least every day. Speaking of that, if you're still listening, I do like Oklahoma State tonight as a fourth play, but I don't know how I'm going to play it yet. So, obviously, no official play. So, three plays. See you guys tomorrow. I'll be looking for that 3 and 0, at least a 2 and 1 day so we can say we won. If not, we'll course correct and we'll figure it out and we'll be betting college football all week. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Thank you.